I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself can find a little action. Do I make you horny? Me love you long time. Me so horny. What is your major malfunction, nut? Give me some sugar, baby. Hey guys, this is Reno Collier, and you are listening to Wayne and the Rum Guy on the Metal Hand of God podcast. Please pray for these boys. Don't worry if you don't speak it out loud. We'll give you your money back. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and you know that fine gentleman as the... Rum guy. Uh, really? You, you fucking come in like that. <laughs> I built... I, like, came in like a lightning bolt, man, and you come in. The rum guy. Really, motherfucker? I, you know, I was... Yeah, it's my sexy. <laughs> that was sexy. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. And we have a, a beautiful returning guest, Mr. Eddie, my clit talks. What's up, buddy? Eddie, my clit talks. Hello. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have returned. Oh, man. So what has been going on, man? You like, busy uh, man? like MacArthur. That's right, yes. Minus the pipe. And the bravery. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, things are good. I was peeing in the yard. I was telling you guys, I just peed in the backyard. And, <laughs> everything and we were saying, I mean, that's a thing that okay, right? people just don't do anymore. I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's you got to get back to nature, people. It's right. You know, why is everybody else? Every, everything else gets to pee in your yard. Why can't you? Exactly. You know, plumbing is overrated. It is. It is and expensive. And you know it's what else? A construct. And what is what's really terrible is like, and and anytime you want to go use like a public restroom, it's fucking filthy. So like, why would you want to go there? I can go to the tree, and it looks really clean. Exactly. I get to look up at the sky and maybe there's a squirrel up there giving me side eye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, plumbing is is part of the patriarchy, you know, the white male patriarchy. That's right. and, I, and I raise my fist in anger against it. That's right. <laughs> Damn you, white man. You Fuck. white bastard. <laughs> well, I could well, see you're in a good spot today. Sure. Good. You're going good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, luckily I'm heavily medicated at all times. So that's that's the only way to be, really. Of course. How's the weather, man? It looks nice over there. Oh, you guys can see me, but I can't see you, right? Yeah, because I don't. I don't have a. Uh, our cameras are not hooked up. Oh, yeah, man, it's beautiful. Great day. Well, Great the day. reason. Wayne's camera isn't hooked up is because he actually... Oh, look at the puppy. That's my Cheech. Your Cheech. Yeah. Wayne looks like um, uh, John Merrick. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm not an animal. I am a man. 
So just to be nice, I never turned my camera on before that reason. <laughs> for for safety's sake. There, yeah, could, yeah. there could be kids in the room. That's right. I hate you. <laughs> I mean, that is an underrated character. It's an underrated uh, movie, actually. Well, I know he's a real person, don't get me wrong. But as as a movie, I remember watching that movie. Not 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 on the big screen like Wayne did. But Fuck I remember off. seeing that movie. Uh, and going, wow! There's actually people like that, and that was it was terrifying, you know, and, and sad, and the whole thing. But that's a movie they could remake. That, and don't tell me they did, and it was called Mask. It it wasn't the same. Uh, you know, well, there was of course the Hunchback of Notre Dame, who was it was, but it's, it's still, I mean, that's a that's a different story altogether, really. Yeah. yeah. I well, in other words, I got nothing. Well, speaking of uh, amazing movies and, and things that and, you know, the moving in the shaking of the movie industry, what are you up to, man? What have you been doing? Oh, not a fucking thing, man. <sighs> no, no, nothing. Um, no, uh, you know, uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am going down. I'm flying uh, over to Ohio uh, the last week in June. I'm going to do a, a little movie with Dean Kane. Oh, cool. um, it's a nice. yeah, you know, little you know, it's a little indie, like indie, indie, off Broadway, off Broadway, off Broadway, um, uh, about adoption, and it's um, it's through a, a really good organization, a, a Christian film organization that kind of does these little films that are that are good for the heart and soul, and very cool. This one's about adoption, and you know, Dean Hallmark esque. Yeah, yeah. Um, off Hallmark, off Hallmark. Uh, <laughs> uh, does Dean Kane adopt you? I wish, because he has a bitchin' house in Malibu, man. I was gonna, I was gonna um, say, I really hope it, the movie's called Twins, because that'd be great. Like you guys doing the movie Twins together. Yeah, I'm actually, I, I grow out of his shoulder. I'm just a head. <laughs> oh God, what was the name of that fucking uh, Schwarzenegger that with Rose? What was it? Was it Basket Case? Yes, Basket Case, yes. I'm talking about the one where Ro that Rosie Greer was in from the oh. 50s. Uh, oh. I remember Basket Case, but he it was just in the basket, right? right. I mean, but it was um, yeah, yeah. out of a person, like off them, and they, they carried him around after that point. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one. Uh, I should watch it again. It's been a while. And I okay. think I had done some acid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember this movie, you know, like um, I'm from Ohio, you know, and we used to have uh, the ghoul, um, uh, Gulardi on it Friday nights, you know. And, play yeah. the, and now there's Sven Gulli. Yes. Yes, Sven Gulli. Which I watch every Saturday. Well, I record it every Saturday, and then every Saturday afternoon, I'll say to my wife, I'll be like, babe, you know what today is? And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yes, Svengoolie. And uh, she she's not into it. But uh, anyway, this this movie with Rosie Greer. Uh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look on the World Wide Web. On the interweb. Let's see. IMDB is your friend. Using the Google. Oh, yes, the Google. Uh, let's see. Rosie Greer. R-O-S-I-E. Rosie Greer. It's like we can see into your soul. 
Well, <laughs> don't get that low angle. Ooh. <laughs> You're going to see something special. All right. <laughs> Let's see, we were just peeing in the yards. So. Oh, the thing with two heads. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, head. yeah. I mean, the poster for that is brilliant, man. It's got movies like it's got the thing with two heads, R- Ray Milland and Rosie Greer on a dirt bike, <laughs> and uh, crashing. There's crashes and fire and just man, that boring I end I, in the 1950s. Yeah. I mean, there's fire. There's motorcycles. There's gorgeous babe. Oh, hurry, oh, hurry, hurry! And the the premise: they transplanted a white bigot's head onto a Soul Brothers body. Oh, that that would be an awesome poster to have. I mean, and that movie translates today. It really does. It really strikes the chord. <laughs> Oh my God! That's what they need to do. They take uh, Donald Trump's head and sew it to Obama's body. Yeah, or AOC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like Ilhan Omar, right? <laughs> yes. Speaking of old movies and stuff, did you see where their? Uh, I think it's Rob Zombie, if I'm not mistaken. Is uh, redoing yeah, monsters. monsters? Yeah, he's redoing yeah, the monsters. Yeah. Yep. I hope he. I hope, and I think he'll do a good job with it. I just hope that, you know, because that's like one of those classic. Well, those those icon type. My only things. thing is this: I don't want him to cast his wife as Lily. No, I don't want his wife as uh, Lily. Uh, I, I'm thinking too bad. I know, I know, man. She's in everything he does, but I'm just saying it was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, we know she's your wife, dude. Please put somebody else in that role. You know. Here's the thing, man. I I I love what Ron. I love the Rob Zombie aesthetic, you know, and I love yes. what he's into, and I love like visually what he digs. But you know, the movies. I just I not one of those movies have I walked away going, nah, that's not you know two hours that I need to get back. <laughs> you, know? you know, I to put it this way, I I. House House of a Thousand Corpses was good. Okay, it was good. Devil's Rejects was the the pinnacle of those movies. He should have stopped there. I didn't even watch the third one. Um, and as for his remakes of the you know the classic movies, I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, he did what he did. You know, it was okay, wasn't bad. Yeah. I'm not gonna shit on it like a lot of other people have done, but it was okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to take a shit because, like I said, I I dig what he. Yeah. I I love the aesthetic and and uh, but um. You know, I mean, I don't know what I'm expecting when I go <laughs> in to see a Rob Zombie. You know, right. maybe I'm just. You know, it, it's it's it is what it is. Um, I mean, he's remaking the monsters, so how good can that be? Yeah, uh, I mean, it is a it is a love the TV monster, show. The, the monsters was more about the look than mm-hmm. it was about for me. The writing, know? yeah, yeah. You know, well, monsters was the was the um, I always called it the California Adams family. Yeah, yeah, sure. basically what it was, dude. It yeah. was, but it was a, a bit funnier, right? You yeah. know, but that tongue and cheek type of comedy 
I, I'm wondering if he's going to keep it that way, which I think would be a shame if he diverted too much from that because, you know, they did remake that movie before. And I can't remember. I want to say it was in the 90s or early 2000s. They did a, a Munsters movie. Yeah, but that was off into a TV show and yeah. it just fell flat. Was Fred Gwynn in that? I want to say he was. Had to be someone who could pull off uh, Herman. Yeah. Yeah. But here here's I, I've I've been on a on a uh a Ari Aster kick lately. Um did you have you guys seen certainly you've seen Hereditary and Midsummer, yeah? Yes. Love, love those movies. Yeah. Um I've now watched her because I thought Hereditary was good the first time. I was like, Yeah, that was good. But man, it gets better for me every time I watch it. Yeah, I need yeah. to watch it again. I haven't seen it since it's been out, so I have to rewatch it and see. Because I went, you know, again, I went on to the Google and I did, uh, <laughs> I did some learning about mm. different parts of the, you know, what the different symbol, you know, the symbolism. And man, his movies are just so have so much stuff hidden in there. Really, absolutely, they're chock full of, uh, especially a, a lot of occult symbolism and yeah and secret society type of stuff that was was happening that uh, people forgot about and uh hereditary though it was just uh it was it was a kind of for me it was a it was a breath of fresh air when it came to that genre absolutely it was it was like we for, i forgot that you could make movies that were intense scary and, again yeah scary yeah, yeah. And it really did. And no matter where you looked in the frame, you see something else that may be, it, it may not even have anything to do with the story that's in front of your face, but there's like another story aspect going on, you know, over here on the left. And then it's, it's all frame, there for a reason. Yeah. It's all there for a reason. Right. It's like a movie full of Easter eggs. It was very cool. Well, you know, once Michael Myers and Jason start cutting off heads and, you know, like, chopping people in half and put you can only see that so many times and then you just become completely desensitized to it right i mean yeah i mean you know what to expect once that happens you know once you hear the music and he shows up up oh, he's gonna kill somebody you know uh, and then you know then they moved into you know uh gore gore porn with uh uh you know hostile and uh what was the other one uh with uh with, kind of kind of the saw movies in a, in a saw, way. Yeah, saw, and and this this he gets you psychologically. I mean, there's virtually almost there's no almost no gore at all except for you know. It you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the um, the old Alien film. You remember where you can only see you only see the alien for like thirty seconds in the entire movie, but the intensity yeah. of you sitting there watching it and you're like something's going to happen, something's going to happen, you know, and it's just like keeps you. It took, it took me by surprise how many times I, I, I watched the movie and I, I saw another naked person every time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, they're hidden everywhere, but they're in plain sight. It was like, how is that possible? Like, I can see your Easter eggs. That's yeah, yeah really. <laughs> um, well, and that's what, right? That's what made Hitchcock so successful because he could create tension without, showing yeah. stuff because they weren't allowed to back then you know yeah. that's why that was so amazing at the end of the day and and and, and truthfully uh of what they were doing like 
especially uh, Hitchcock when it came to the 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 thrill factor. You know, that, I mean, you you took something. He would be able to take something so simple uh, and to a point where it was so believable that I could have seen that happen last week, and I never would have thought about it in this way. You know, right. Yeah. You know, like, think of birds. I mean, how many times we've we been like you've gone somewhere in a parking lot, even. You know, coming out of a store and be like, "Oh my gosh, where'd all these birds come from?" You're like, "What if?" Or you get, or you get shit on, and you're like, "Well, could have pecked my eyes out." So, so you're like, "Blessing in disguise, covered in poop." It'd be worse, or it could be worse. Always be worse. Um, uh, just to do a massive topic jump, uh, yeah. I I've been watching this uh. This uh, mini series on Vice about the DC shooter. Yeah. I Sniper. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the preview for that. It's uh it's pretty good, man. It's pretty wild. I mean, how it went down, how this guy, this John, I think his his real name was like, you know, John Johnson or something like that. And then he while he was in the army. He radical. He he went over to Iraq and then became self-radicalized. Joined uh, the Nation of Islam. Met this little kid, right, who was gay. The kid tells him, "Hey, I'm I'm gay," and John Muhammad says, "Hey, me too." He treats him like a father. He's a father figure, but yet they're having sex. What the fuck? This John Muhammad guy is married several times with a bunch of kids. And, uh, I mean, it, like... I remember when that hit the news. That whole that whole scenario. What what, what, what film is this? This was the, uh, the story of the DC sniper. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought that's what you were talking about. I just wanted to make sure. It's a five, I think it's five or six part miniseries. Wow, I didn't know that was out. On on Vice, on Vice, and, oh, okay. Vice, that's that's how I've been spending my time watching <laughs> Fresh Kills on Vice. You've been you've been watching that. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, the Dark Side of the Ring. I, I watched some of them. Yeah, I I was never a big um, you know, because I wrestled my whole life. Right, and right. Then I was like, oh, wrestling. And then I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what that is, but. I've been there. Uh, I've been to a couple of those. And uh, back when Warehouse 13 was on the air and I was, you know, you know, kind of a big shot there for a minute. Um, Sci-Fi sent me to like WrestleMania or something. No shit. My, I took my kid. We had like front row seats and uh, it was fun, man. We had a blast. Yeah, I, as a kid, I used to be really, really into wrestling, you know, because you know, being from down south, that's what you did. You, you know, you, we, right. wa- we watched it on on TV and on the Saturdays, and and then like if you had some extra money, we'd go to like the little shows here and there. So a lot of those guys I've seen when they were nobodies, but I was a little right. kid, you know. I remember going to one of these these small shows, and friggin' Hulk Hogan was nobody. He was a goddamn bad guy, and everybody hated him. And about ten years later, he was this big, huge star. You know, it was it was bizarre. Jimmy Superfly Schnooka. Yeah, man, one of my favorites. I used to watch George the Animal Steel. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter's still alive. The other, the the Iron Sheik. He's still alive. 
Sheik. Yeah, you couldn't do an Iron Sheik character, I don't think, anymore. You couldn't I do mean, any of those characters anymore. I guess not. I guess not. That's a shame. You the world's you could do the the LGBTQ crusher. <laughs> yes. No, you couldn't do that. You'd have to be like the because you can't say you're the crusher because you don't want to be. You know, it sounds like you're killing them. You know, uh, anti-alphabet people. <laughs> I'm the alphabet soup guy. The Antifa maniac. <laughs> Ooh, man. I, what, what was the one that dressed up? He was like a grown man dressed up in like a little uh, sailor's outfit. Uh, I uh, think that typhoon. Was, I think you only you saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't wrestling. <laughs> that was a dream you had. Yeah, you know, that's you know weird. the, you know those memes that pop up and they say, "Oh, but I got downloaded the wrong movie." I think that's what you did, buddy. <laughs> I'm comfortable now. Weird. Man, I, I want Eddie. I wanted to tell you, dude. shower, man. <laughs> since since last time, me and you, we we all talked, man. I I. I I, I rewatched the entire season, all the seasons of Warehouse 13. Oh, nice. Um, and I actually watched all of Shooter. Ah. And I just want to say, man, the two characters are so fucking different, dude. Yeah. Shooter, you play like such a dickhead. Yeah. But but it was so good. Like, really, oh, like that man. was that was so awesome, dude. Like, like to watch the difference between your character in Warehouse and then your character in Shooter was a fucking phenomenal. It was really great. Just want to let Thank you know. I appreciate that. You know, interestingly, I when I wanted when I was thinking about who Jack Payne was, I I was I wanted I was like Jack Payne is Pete Latimer if he became um, you know a homicidal sociopathic (laughs) button man for the you know cia or you know independent contractor um because because he had so much fun doing what he was doing and he was completely okay with it right you know to, to me those are the best bad guys right like you know, the like in Goodfellas, those guys were murdering, you know, just yeah. scumbags, but you loved them. And, and, and or Tony Montana or uh, Hannibal Lecter, you right. know, they're just right. the, they're just that there's something about them, man. You know, it's like I want to their 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 charisma. Yes. Drive the character. Yes. Right. Right. And, and uh, it's almost they you, it's almost like playing against being bad and just letting the actions themselves um you know do the talking when it comes to the to the sickness their their mental sickness yeah you know what what's crazy is like i found myself like rooting for jack because i because i'm like i know i was like this is not it this is not him you know it's I, he's he's gonna be he's gonna turn around he's gonna be something better later and i was like nope still being a jerk but i loved it I just forgot that I was on camera and I was picking my nose, so I apologize. Oh, that's all right, man. That's all right. I mean, we, you know, when you got when you got a spear, one you got to get in there. That's right. You got to get it out, dude. It's no big deal. You, you don't want to. You could hurt yourself if you don't. Or mess up with, mess up the. Hey, it's your backyard. It's your kingdom. You do what you like. Thank you. Thank you. And, but thank you, man. You know, I, you're I welcome, dude. You're welcome. I, I was like, like I said, I was super impressed, man. I was like, this is really, really good. And then to me personally, you had the best death scene in the entire fucking show. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that was fun. I, you know, that day because it was all I was covered in syrup, right? right? Right, yeah. And it was in the middle of the summer up in Santa Clarita, so I was covered in flies, and <laughs> and I was like, "Here, put some blood in my mouth. Put it in my." And you know, the, the, the Pete's like, "Dude, you were shot in the arm." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you know, maybe maybe it's flashed know, up or something. Awesome internal damage. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be, you know, just like over the top. Yeah, yeah, over the top. But it has to be. It, it was. Be. It was. What, it was a such one a of good the show. Best death scenes ever in any movie ever was um, the death scene of the vampire in Buffy the Vampire the Slayer movie. Oh, Herman's character. I don't know. People heard yeah, what, what, what he pulled him apart, it, but I don't. I don't remember. It took him like I don't know twenty minutes to die. He died. Yeah. Oh, oh. Got, yeah. Uh, uh, that was still that cracks me up over the top, and it it wasn't meant to be. He right. just wouldn't. So they just left that whole thing in. It was awesome. Oh, that's great. You know, I was watching a video uh, on you on the YouTube of oh. of um of scenes in films and TV shows that were like monumental scenes to the, the film or television show, but were never supposed to be in it. Mm-hmm. Like it was accidental. Uh, and one of them was of course the Indiana Jones um, and the Cairo swordsman where they were supposed oh, to, right. they were supposed to have this big, long drawn out fight. And uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford was sick that week and he just, he just stood there and pulled his gun out and shot the dude, and that was it. He was like, fuck it, I ain't doing this scene. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I mean, that's that's like the the most iconic scene right. from the movie. Between that and the fucking boulder, I mean, that was the two big scenes that I remembered as a kid, you know? Like, the big boulder right. coming, and then that dude shooting him. And it no, just... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I was just saying it just kind of cemented the character's attitude. You know, like that was that was his personality. Perfect. You know, well, you know, you're you're going to need a bigger boat is. Um, yeah. Was uh, Roy Scheider improvising. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so good. Yeah. And it's still the, one of the best lines in the movie. It is the yeah. best line in the movie. I say it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's the most used line. I don't know. I still like. uh you know what the 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 line of uh, what about the eyes? What was it? It was like, oh, dolls eyes. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. Dolls eyes. You know, I love that. I it, that yeah, and those black eyes roll over white, and then you hear all that high pitched screaming, screaming, hollering. <laughs> Despite all the screaming and hollering, they come in and rip you to pieces. That's that's everybody. <laughs> I'll never everybody. put on a life jacket again. <laughs> i was uh i you know i've watched jaws so many times that i you know i used to know all i used to know that whole everything i used to know every line that's an incredible i would, movie. I would sit with my friends and we would we would go front no one would watch jaws with us because <laughs> we my my friend steve and i because we would do we would do all the lines the whole way through the film they Come on, man! Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can't get straight to him. Not gonna do it. Uh, well, Wayne, did you ever have a movie like that where you knew all the lines to it? 
Me? Yeah, there's tons of movies. I, I, I had one. I had one, but I, 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 that's all. I haven't watched it so long. I can't remember the lines to it. Chitty chitty bang bang. What was it? No, it was a movie called Gator Bait. Ah, I know Gator Bait. Gator Bait. Those, uh, it was like uh, the exploitation film, like uh, the thing with two heads, right? Right. It was yeah. a lot like that. Yeah, yeah it was and, an older uh, film. Yeah. The one scene with uh, tying tying the uh, the guy into I think it was the girl that tied the girl onto a post in the in the water, and the crabs were coming and yeah, alive yeah, and yeah. whole thing. And I'm like, this is messed up. And I remember the name of the airboat was called Pop That Cherry. Yes, I remember that too. I, I don't even know if I've ever seen that movie. I should, I should put it on the on my Svengoolie list. It, it. It's definitely Svengoolie approved. Uh, yeah, babe. Think. Guess what? Guess what? We're watching this Saturday. What do y'all want? Oh, you're gonna tell? Gator bait. That's it. Watch it. It's a great movie. Instead of Svengoolie. Gator bait. It's, uh, it's it it solidifies the the the. Uh, yeah, how the world went back in 1983. It kind of reminds me of that. Uh, what is it? A spit on your grave. Uh, those along those lines, like Gator Bait and Spit on Your Grave, were kind of like the same. Yeah, it was that type of like, thing. Sexy Last chick. Last house on the left. Oh, dude, yeah. that's a fucked up movie, and I don't. Don't go, don't go in the basement. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. like Wes Craven. That is that is very that is yeah. most even. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the remake of uh, uh, Last yeah. House on the Left? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of like remaking Jaws for me, just because it's Wes Craven, or, or when, when they did that remake of, uh, of Psycho with uh, Vince Vaughn and Haitian. You know, like yeah. just leave well enough alone. I agree. I, I think some things. I mean, you can't. I mean, it. Films are art. So. Right. When, you know, they're meant to be what they are when they're created and then yeah. admired. Right. But if we did that with actual pictures of art or like pieces of art, like as in paintings, you know, Mona Lisa's, Renoir's, Monet's, people just call those forgeries. Right. And nobody <laughs> to do with them. Exactly. So just leave the original alone. <laughs> and you know, frankly, I mean, if somebody redid, it, I mean, I, I look at the Mona Lisa and go, all right. So, like, if someone did redid the Mona Lisa, I'd, I mean, I'd be like, oh, and an, another painting of an underwhelmingly um, <laughs> innocuous <laughs> female. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. I'm not actually that's blasphemy because I know that it's a masterpiece, but I just I don't get it. You know, I, I don't get I, art either, to be honest with you. Like uh, these people who like throw paint on a on a a tapestry and in, in the like, modern expressionism, that, I understand. They throw in a bunch of paint on a like a bunch of dots, and they go, "Ooh, I'll pay five thousand dollars for that." And I said, "God damn, my kid could do that in kindergarten." Right, like a Pollock. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pollock. Well, well, you know, or I was talking to another artist the other day. Uh, the the mayor of uh, London, he, he rolled out these new subway, this new subway art, and it was just like ridiculous. And and I was like, we were saying, if if you or I painted a Campbell's soup can, um, people would say you're an idiot. But you know, because Andy Warhol painted this can, it's it's like a because it's a popularity contest, right? Like, you know, 
If someone, if someone who's, uh, I don't know, I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bitter and I'm angry. To hell with all them, you know. That's what, and you know what? And that's Can't. why. That's why I love you, man. Because you, you know what? Because you're fucking honest. It's not just because you're bitter. You're an honest dude, man. And, Thanks, man. and that's what's good that's what's good about having you on you're like you know i mean i know i don't want you to be put in a bad light by saying something but i'm just saying you're you're a fucking honest guy and and that's that's what we need in this world these days is honesty most people are fucking full there's of no shit malice. I, I, there's no malice i mean if i get in right. trouble saying something then i get in trouble for just being honest and then you know what the hell like what I don't. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. Right, not, right. You're not trying to be a dick. I could. Yeah, you just. You should say honesty is the best policy. Yep. But, you know, apparently, not baby. <laughs> not, not this <laughs> day. Honesty will get you canceled because that's something that someone else didn't agree with. Ain't that the fucking truth? Uh, ridiculous. I'm hoping that that I said I'm that whole movement. If it was a movement, is a little bit. I mean, I understand. I was like, okay, I, I, we got it. We got the point. I don't like this. Fine. But, I mean, to keep pushing it and looking for reasons to hate things seems to be really counterproductive. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like the beginning of the, of the decline of the, you know, Western civilization. You know, it's yeah. like, I... I I uh, and it and it feels to me like it's still gaining, gaining ground. Maybe, maybe it's because it, it's different where you're at too. I think it's new state by state. You're in, you know, in an undisclosed location somewhere in amazing America. <laughs> That's right. But what where you're at is, uh, you know, very, you know, into that scene. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. And and. Advent of social media has has uh, I think exact. Ex- I mean, I think that's well. It started on on social media. I think you know, like uh, some somebody with too much time. They go on back a, on find something that somebody said twenty years ago, and then right. you know they ruin their life. I mean, what it didn't gain them anything to do with. You know, all it does is ruin things. Yeah. You know, for people. I mean, if it, if it's not affecting you in the now, why bring it up now? Uh, leave it alone. It's kind of like it's kind of like walking across the street to tell someone that they don't that you don't like the sweater that you have on. <laughs> yeah, it seems very very over the top and 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 retarded in a way. Yeah, I said the R word. You can't say that anymore. Come on, you can't say retarded. You know, yeah, you get you get in trouble. Whatever. What's yeah? How, what's the new word for that? Um, uh, me, me, you gotta say men, mentally handicapped. Wayne, fuck you. <laughs> um, chromosomally challenged. Right. Chromosomally right. challenged. Right. Sure. That's a good one. We'll, we, we'll go with that. We'll go with that one. Hey, what did you guys think of uh, Army of the Hell or whatever? Army, the new Army Zach- of the Army of the Dead. Yeah. I I enjoyed the film for what it was, uh, but there was a lot of weird shit going on in that movie. Like, Wayne, I, what I, are you doing? Origami on the microphone? No, why? I, you you sound distant and sounds like you're folding paper. 
No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fo- folding anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, now you're better. You're better. You're oh, back. My okay. bad. My bad. My bad. I don't know what the hell that was going on. No, what I was saying was it was a lot of weird shit going on in that film, and uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I've never seen a zombie do por- parkour before, and um, I didn't really care for all the digital effects. Yeah, man. I wish movies would get back to practical effects. Yes. I just the digital. I mean, for maybe and maybe maybe that's just because I'm old. You know, I don't know. Uh, no, because they're they're taking it too far. I mean, they use a digital effect now to. I mean, amazing things. All right, I'm walking across the field. Digital effects kick in. There's a dragon. You know, there's fire. You know, the, the, the ground opens up and demons come out. Okay, I understand digital effects, but there's a guy walking across the field and there's a box and now we have to use effects to make him jump over the box. What's in the box? What's in the box, man? Come on. <laughs> just seems They use what... it for everything mundane now. It's like, oh, he's drinking coffee. We can CG that in. What? Just give yeah. him a coffee. Yeah. Yeah, just give me, uh, give me Bruce the shark. Hey, interestingly, um, uh, just to, because I free associate, um, the scene from Around the Bend in Warehouse 13 where Pete is losing it and he has the pistol and he's going, you know, yes. losing his mind and all that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like what I was thinking about when I, we did that scene was because I loved what Brad Pitt did in that scene i just yeah. thought it was so great like oh man no 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 you know it was just and so i was trying to i was doing my best pit there my pete pit pete pit yeah pete pit isn't that wasn't that the place that the kids hung out at and, uh, 90210 yeah yeah that's the pete pit the pete, pete pit man uh Maybe that's what this year's uh, Dragon Con T-shirts will be—the Pete Pit. That would be It'll awesome. Be, you know, like Pete's like Pete went on to own a nudie bar called the Pete Pit, <laughs> <laughs> or like a leather bar. You know. Yeah, and it, but definitely a peach on the front of it because that'd be really great. You know what I'm saying? Like you could shape of an ass, like the peach, It'd be great. With, with a picture of uh, Nicholas Cage on it says, "I could eat a peach for hours." Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go full uh, Jamie Gum. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> dude, that dude, that dude's voice is so like crazy. Like yeah. what he does. You know, I did. Uh, I did Monk with with them uh, after that, and was so thrilled. I mean, and Tony, Tony, um, who I knew because yeah. of we did where uh, not Warehouse, but um, Stark Raving Mad together. Yeah. You know, it's like Eddie, Eddie, don't don't say anything to him about uh about his you know, voice. <laughs> you know, I was gonna go up and go, Would you were you about a size fourteen? <laughs> Dude, that'd have been beautiful, man. And, and Tony Tony waved me off. So oh like, man. Yeah, man. You, you mean it wasn't it wasn't another uh Bruce Campbell moment, huh? I mean it it, <laughs> it was just cause I have you know, diarrhea of the mouth. And I'm sure I said something really stupid, much like I did with uh, Bruce and with uh, Richard. Um, 
Dreyfus and many, many others. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you know what? It's 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 to me it's kinda cool. It's like not only are they your peers, but you respect them and you like you know, it's like, dude, I loved you in these movies, you know, it's like I'm working with you, but it's so fucking cool that you're here, you know. I like what you did. I don't know. It's just to me, that's yeah, how I feel. It's be, well, because I feel I, I've always felt like an imposter in this business, you know, really? as an actor. Like I'm really just a fangirl, you know. And <laughs> I, I, and I, I just so somehow pretty. weaseled my way in to the, you know, into the uh, elite, uh, you know, the intelligentsia. But I'm I'm a mole, you know. So I see these people that I love, and I'm just like, yeah. Fuck! I right. worked with, you know, like when I, I worked with Sean Aston, and uh, you know, I'm just like, dude, Rudy. I and but Sean, Sean is so awesome, cool, and he appreciates it, man, because right. he recognize, you know, it's like he's a, he's a different kind of guy. He, he, it's okay with, you know. I was like, dude, Rudy, hands down, one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're you know, when your best friend dies and you're all, oh, my God. And uh, he just sits there and smiles. You right. Know? But uh, but other people, uh, not so much. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like I, mean, I, can, I, I can I can testify. <laughs> not much. It's kind of like a lot of people are, are like, I don't know. It's, it's it's like, guys, you did these films. You know, you should be proud of what you did. People love what you did in these characters. But then when you bring it up to them, they're kind of like, I don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about what I'm doing now and, and not exactly. what I said, but we don't really care about what you're doing right now. You know, like a lot of people are like yeah. the, the super fans are kind of like, but dude, you were in, you know, this and the Goonies and this, and I'm just using it as a jam, you know, he knows he's in that movie. Why bring it up? Yeah. It's like, well, dude, you're on season six of Moesha. Now. Right. So can we just talk about, hey, you just brought up Moesha. He Let's did. That was awesome. I just want to say, Somebody's been watching some reruns. Yeah, I don't know. I, for some reason, I always go to Moesha when I when I want to bag on somebody. I, I think Moesha. And fucking Moesha, really? Yeah, man, it, it made a lot of seasons. I don't know sure why. Did. Sure did. I don't it's, know why. Sure did. <laughs> He's like sure did. Sure, sure did. That's uncomfortable. Oh, man. Uh, but man, you know, what I'm saying is like the people who are going to talk to you. See, this is why we don't really do that kind of interview. Like we have that chat, we talk back and forth, we bullshit. But most people who go into an interview, they think the total opposite of what we do. Like they think, okay, well, I'm here with the star. I'll never get to talk to this person again. So I'm going to ask him all the fucking fanboy questions I can while I got them right here. Plus yeah. throw in a little bit of what they're doing. But yeah. you know, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like this. Hey, look, the guy's taking his time out to, to sit down and talk to us. Why don't we just talk to him? You know, we don't need to fucking pull out all this crazy shit. Let's just bullshit. You know, it's fun. Well, yeah. And, you know, I throw down an eight ball of blow and a couple bottles of Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> and here I am. This motherfucker said Mad Dog 2020. Jesus hey, Christ. All the, all the smart kids used to do the MD. Oh, yeah. I did the Wallen. Oh yeah! In fact, there's a, there's a little store that I go to uh, for work to get a sandwich. You know, like there's, there's little marts that you can go buy like a, a po' boy sandwich or whatever. Yeah, so I yeah. go over there to get a sandwich, and every time I go to look through it, 
they have racks of MD 2020 sitting there for three dollars a bottle, and I'm going, no wonder we drank that shit. It's three bucks a bottle. It's the fucking patriarchy again, keeping keeping us down. That's it. Uh, I'm glad I'm. I'm going to be in Shreveport in August. Yeah, it's going to be in August, you said? I think, yeah, I think so. Okay. What's going on in Shreveport? It's a convention, far, you said. How far away are you guys from Shreveport? I'm I'm probably about three hours from there, but okay. Rum's probably about 14 hours. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, but I'm, it's very, very close for Wayne. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. I'm, it's I'm cool up here for in North me. Carolina, so. I need to oh, in North Carolina. Yeah, I need to know yeah. when what date it is and I I'll, I'll come out there, dude. I'll I'll make a trip. All right. Come hang out. But you know, the conventions are are starting to open back up. Yes, sir. And That's a good thing. I'm going to be I'm going to Texas and uh and Shreveport and uh you know. And you and you're probably going to come out here in October if I can get it to work. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be- because um, uh, the guys at MightyCon have allowed me to do the guest booking, so uh, I'm gonna try to get you down here, buddy. So and and then and then maybe in um, maybe to Milwaukee as well. So we'll see. I'm 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 gonna try to get you to those two shows. Awesome. I've never been to. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been to Wisconsin. Really? They've got cheese, I hear. <laughs> he said they have yeah, cheese. They got cheese. Yeah, but they, they're. Uh, right. I started a new job. Oh yeah, man. How's that going? Uh, it's going. Did I tell you? You told me. No, on, I, he, what was up? You said nothing. He, you told me on 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 Instagram that you started a new job, but you didn't tell everybody else what you did. So if you want to uh, tell everybody, go yeah, for it. no, not an acting job. Okay. Uh, um. You know, just because I, I, I'm so tired of sitting around, I was like, man, you know, what What can I do to, you know, make the world about you? I know, I don't know, it sounds like, you know, I'd like to teach the world, but it's, um, you know, what can I do to make the world a better place? So I, I, I started sober uh, coaching. Oh, that's cool. For, for people that are that are, um, you know, struggling with drugs and alcohol and, you know, I'm 21 years now. So, uh, That's definitely needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I gotta, I gotta tell you, man, I feel feeling good about it. Feel really good about it. Yeah. You know, like, um, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, cause it's helps me and it helps them and sure. It's a win-win. So it's been really, it's been really cool. What turned you on to this, this, this idea of doing this? My, my friend who works for that company, they, they said, you know, we need a, we need some guys, some good sober guys. And my friend was like Eddie, and they were like, okay, I'll call him. And uh, I mean, it was so funny because I was at my clients. I'm with this. I'm with a, a guy now, a young guy who's, you know, trying to get his act together. And his buddy was over there the other day and and I walked in and he was he was like, have you ever done TV? And I was like, yeah, I, yeah. And he goes, what? he goes, oh, my God, friends. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, Modern Family. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no. And then <laughs> and then he's like, what What are you doing here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to see you, man. Hanging out, <laughs> hanging out dude. What's up? <laughs> what are you, why, why are you here? Um, but, you know, so it's been cool, man. It's uh and they they've told me that it you know if I get an acting job or whatever I can I can go off and and do that but you know it's kind of uh you know filling up my heart a little bit and my soul a Great. little bit after 25 years of uh, it's, uh a, it's been a longer long soul. road for you. what's that has it been a long road for you would you say it a long road as far as my sobriety is concerned not it's been pretty easy um, but the but you know the the acting career has has definitely taken its toll on me. Yeah, wow. yeah. That sucks, the, man. Well, the, the acting department would probably, uh, and I'm all only speculating, may, may may have put you in situations a lot of times where it was just, you know, you're at parties or you're there and you're here or there, and it just was there. You know, I mean, I'm sure it stuck you in some awkward spots at times. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been sobered my entire acting career. Oh, that's, great. That's, okay, all right, great. Yeah, so I so I've been yeah, I've it's still I've still been in awkward situations. I'm, but I don't know if I would consider it awkward just because it doesn't. If it doesn't tempt you, I guess it's not awkward. It doesn't phase me anymore because yeah. I, you know, it's like I just. Why? 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 Why would I want to go backwards? You right. Know? Right. Um, you know, like take a chance of ruining my marriage, or take a chance of ruining my life, or, or ruining someone else's life. You know. That's so true, right? man. That's so true. Uh, and, that, and that the last one that that can happen really quick. Yep. Yeah. I guess I'm all grown up. <laughs> it's, it. it's so good. You got all grown up, man. I'm proud of you. Well, Pa, I'm all grown up, Pa. <laughs> That's your next acting role, man. Don't, don't lie. You know you're going to be playing you know that one. Opie 2021. <laughs> pa, I pa. got the crack right here, Pa. <laughs> or the Waltons. The Waltons, oh. yeah, yeah. Little House on the Prairie. Hey, John Boy. Oh. Little, ho- little yeah. House in the Hood. Little yeah. House in the Hood. <laughs> John Boy, you could just shave, you know, shave, shave the beard off. Yeah. And then we'll just have this weird mole that just hairy mole that moves from cheek to cheek. Right. You know, <laughs> <different>. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's Rosie Greer's head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, look at that. Dude. Full, full, full circle. circle. <laughs> oh, hey, boys, man, yeah. I love you guys, but I gotta, I gotta jump. My wife's giving me the. We got to do other things. Uh, I'm giving you the completely. get off the damn thing. So, so thank you for having me. Of course. And, you know, uh, it's it's a pleasure. I love hanging out with you guys. So, um, you know, call me up. Let me know when you want me to come back in. And Hell yeah, thank dude. you for doing it. And, and thank your wife for letting you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, when you need bitter, you know where to come. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Eddie. All right, guys. I'll see you. How are we doing, buddy? Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Eddie McClintock. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, go check out his stuff on uh, on the Netflix, on the on the Google, on the, Google, on the uh, Amazon mean, Prime. On. Who hasn't seen Warehouse 13? A lot of people. Uh, and a lot of other movies this man has done. Uh, uh, 
excellent actor, underrated actor. Just a great dude, uh, period. Just a great guy. You can hear it in his voice. Uh, you can hear it in the interview. Uh, down-to-earth man who uh, is helping people. Yeah, And I, I think that's great. He's, he's doing what he's doing and helping people who uh, are in uh, tough situations in their lives. Yeah. Uh, because at, at some, sometimes in every one of in each of our lives, uh, we get into spots and we're like, God, I just, I mean, I have somebody with me, but I need somebody else to give me that support that, uh, that I, extra push. I, I, I just can't ask them because I, it's awkward or you feel weird. You know, there's people out there and that's what he's doing. He's filling that void, trying to get people's lives back on track. And uh, I, I give all, that man a huge round of applause. And if you see him coming to a con near you, go check him out. Stand in the line. Shake this man's hand. Uh, he's, he's an amazing dude. Yes, and if I have anything to do with it, he will be coming to Louisiana and Milwaukee and wherever else I can bring this man with the uh, the gentleman in Mighty Con. Um, full, full supporter of peeing in your backyard. Yes, 100%. Um, um, he learned well from his right, parents. I, and You know, writing a new story called The Urinationist. <laughs> it's about... Uh, it's kind of like The Alienist, but this guy just pees everywhere. <laughs> Or, or, or urination, kind of like um, alienation. Right, urination, right, right. Uh, <laughs> or, or like another alien movie, V. This one's called yeah. P. Dude, we can we can go on forever with this. Um, <laughs> but no, guys, thank you guys for listening, uh, sitting back, enjoying yourselves. Uh, we hope you guys did. Uh, Don't enjoy yourself too much. Oh yeah. Um, but again, thank you guys. Uh, I was your host, Wayne. And I am the rum guy. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, remember to keep it That's it. Get the butt!